Everybody hurts. Everybody cries when they watch Jalen Hurts throw the ball. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't do a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Grassi, and today we are going to be taking a look at former Alabama and former Oklahoma QB, Jalen Hurts. Now, there's no way that Jalen Hurts is going in the first round. Let's just get that out of the way for a couple of DMs that sent me that. No, you're wrong. But uh, Jalen Hurts has been coming up. As I have mentioned many, 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 many times over the years that the Green Bay Packers do need a backup QB, potentially an Aaron Rodgers successor, which I think we should address maybe next year's draft. But could Jalen Hurts be that guy? Could he be the guy who's either going to be a backup for Aaron Rodgers or can he be the replacement of the, or eventual successor for Aaron Rodgers? And we're going to talk about that today. Now, with Jalen Hurts, I, 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 filled, I filled two pages on Jalen Hurts, because reading about him, I really liked the guy. And I really, like, it was one of those things that, like, when you're grading, right, and you see a student who has worked hard all year, and you're kind of, like, looking for points so you can, like, give them a little bit of a higher grade, and you're just like, okay, like, where is it? Make a connection here. And I feel like that's what I did with Jalen Hurts, is that I was looking through his tape and I was like, okay, okay, maybe maybe in this game he'll sh- he'll show me some you know accuracy, or maybe he'll show me you know a, a different kind of throw that I haven't seen before. And while I love him off the field, on the field, yeah, there leaves there's a lot that's left to be desired. Now let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Let's talk about some logistical things. What I liked and what I don't like about him. So Jalen Hurts, six one, ran a four five nine in the forty yard dash in the combine, which is the third fastest amongst QBs. He's 38-4 and four as a starter, which I want to get out of the way. Who cares? Winning football games is not a QB stat. It's not. So stop it. Stop using that as a stat to rank and analyze quarterbacks. It's not a freaking stat. For those of you who don't know Jalen Hurts' story, he was originally a true freshman starter at Alabama. In 2016, he played all 15 games, 240 completions on 382 attempts, 62.8%, over 2,780 yards, 23 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and in 2016, rushed for 954 yards and 13 touchdowns. So you're like, whoa, Nelly. Okay, looks like we got a dual-threat QB going right now. Then in 2017, played 14 games, 154 out of 255 for 60.4%, little over 2,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, one interception, 855 rushing yards, and eight touchdowns. Now, here's the problem. He got benched in the CFP National Championship game for Tua, because here comes Tua. Yup, Tagovailoa, right? I did that pretty well. I think so. Sounds about right. And he got benched. And in 2018, he did not regain his starting job. He obviously played as a backup in which he was pretty good. Got his completions up to 72.9%, but only 51 for 70 for eight touchdowns, two interceptions. And so he stayed with Alabama, even though 
Tua beat him out for the job. And when asked about this, because he's been asked about this in numerous interviews, he said, I stayed there for the team. I stayed there for the guys. The guy is obviously a team player, though there were some rumblings in Oklahoma that he didn't really get along with a lot of people there, but let's table that for right now. So everything I've seen about him going from starter in which he's breaking rushing yard titles in Alabama for a QB in which he's getting all this recognition, gets benched, and then has to sit an entire year as a starter. He then decided to go to Oklahoma because he's like, listen, I can still play damn football and be a starter. And during that, he did pretty damn well. 14 games, 237 for 340, getting his completion rating up to 69.7, which is a drastic improvement over his earlier career. Throwing for almost 4,000 yards, 3,851, 32 touchdowns, eight interceptions. And again, rushing for over 1,200 yards, 20 rushing touchdowns. So you look at this and you're like, holy crap, man. Just for, for giggles here, in 2019, he had eight games with three or more passing TDs. That's pretty damn impressive. That's pretty damn impressive. So this year, he was the Heisman runner-up, obviously. Joe Burrow beating him out for that. He's got a big arm. He can absolutely toss the pigskin. Uh, he's an RPO nightmare. The guy obviously loves to run. He's incredibly athletic. And on top of that, he doesn't get injured. So these are all the positives that I have just listed. The guy is a stat beast. He's able to run the ball efficiently. In addition, he can also extend the play, and so he can pass on the run. And so, you, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm prefacing all of this with the good stuff because the bad stuff is, is coming. Yeah, it, it, it's coming now. Okay, here's the problem, though. He's not a very accurate QB. The vast majority of the completions that he made are either behind the line or to guys who are almost wide open or relatively easy throws. There were some throws I saw that he made like on the run and I was like, okay, that was a really good throw. But when it came to tight coverage or even one-on-one -on, -one on the outside, he often struggled to make those throws. The LSU game was a big indicator of that because he sucked during that game. In addition, he usually goes with his first read and he'll usually not stand in the pocket and opt to run instead. So, that's a big problem. He also had C.D. Lamb to, like, bail him out of a whole lot of things, too. So, here's the thing. Some people compare him to, like, a Lamar Jackson, right? It's, it's, not, it's not comparable at all. Uh, and here's why. It's because Lamar Jackson, you know, like, how he, he, he gives all the, oh, man, not bad for a running back kind of thing. But Lamar Jackson is really good at running, but he doesn't have to run because he can make those tight throws. He can make those throws to the outside on one-on-one -on -one coverage or into double coverage. Right now, from what I've seen, Jalen Hurts cannot do that, or at least anywhere near where Lamar Jackson is. Now, that being said, he played two years as a starter as Alabama, one as a backup, and then switched everything over and went to Oklahoma. Could he be developed? Absolutely. However, you need to be more than just a mobile QB in the NFL, like Lamar Jackson. Even with Michael Vick, if you want to go all the way back and talk about 2004 Madden cover Michael Vick, in which everyone just ran around in circles, he at least knew how to throw the ball as well. I saw a lot of comparisons. For example, I think on NFL, they, they compared him to a Tim Tebow. I think he's more athletic than Tim Tebow. However... I just don't think that he has the tangibles to be an immediate starter. Now, is it possible that he can go to a team 
and he can sit behind a QB and develop, sure. Is there potential that he can go and he could be like a Taysom Hill kind of guy where he comes in every now and then runs some trick plays because he can throw, right? Or he can run the ball or hell, he's caught a few passes as well for touchdowns. Yes, he can do all of that. He could do trickery up the wazoo. However, again, I think that it's going to take a lot of time and development and I quite honestly don't know if he's ever going to get there. He might wind up being converted into another position because the guy can definitely run really, really well. It's just, I don't think that, right, definitely not now that he's a starting QB in the NFL. Now, that being said, he definitely has potential. Now, when it comes to drafting him, definitely, God, no, day one. And I would also say a big old no to day two. So no first, second, or third round. If he happens to be around in the later rounds, I'm talking like maybe round five, round six, and he's sitting there, maybe the Packers take a chance on him. I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world because of our current situation in which we have Tim Boyle, right? Who, you know, no hating on Tim Boyle, but it's Tim Boyle. We have him currently sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Jalen Hurts can provide, you know, a little bit of variety in which he can, you know, do a whole lot more than what's in the wheelhouse of Tim Boyle. But for right now, I, I don't see him being the successor to Aaron Rodgers. Um, but I think he could definitely be a backup right now, maybe eventually a starter. But right now, I mean, the stats are crazy. Like the, the fact that he rushed for 20 TDs and over 1,200 yards and also throwing all those TDs, it's, it's nuts. But I think also you look at Oklahoma in which there's a playbook that's designed around him. We would have to drastically change our playbook, which is not happening is with Aaron Rodgers as our QB. And... I mean, even if you look at the Ravens, again, you can't compare Lamar Jackson to Jalen Hurts just because it's it's not it's not equal. I mean, Lamar Jackson can throw the damn football. He can run really well too, but like he could throw the damn football. Um, and I mean, like even like some of the huge deep throws that he does, it's like guys are wide open. I mean, wide open. So you're not gonna get that many throws like that in the NFL. Lamar Jackson could also stand in the pocket. And Jalen Hurts, while he played more from in the pocket this year, I just it, it's, it doesn't look that comfortable for him. And that's something that he's going to massively need to develop. He's going to be a project QB. And I don't know if that project is ever going to come to fruition. I wish him all the luck in the world because he seems like a great person off the field. Um, but for me, I mean, the the most I would do is like a round five or six for, for Jalen Hurts. He's probably going to be going before then. Maybe he could even go up in like the third round. But for me, yeah, no, it's, uh, he provides that dual threat. And I know a lot of you are like really upset that we got rid of Taysom Hill, but I don't think Jalen Hurts is, is the answer to that. Um, but again, he could be potentially made into a dynamic backup and who knows what could happen. But I feel like you're just going to have to develop uh, a system around him because he's really great with RPOs. But, I mean, you can only do RPOs for so long in the NFL. But, I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. Let me know what you think down in the comments below. Are you on the Jalen Hurts train? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout-out and thank you to all the Patreon members or at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.